0: This is Comic Tramagans, episode 579, comic reviews the week of Wednesday, May 16th. This is Comic Tramagans, episode 579, comic reviews the week of Wednesday, May 16th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host Adam Chapman. This is episode five seventy nine. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, May sixteenth. Uh, let's just jump right in. Uh, a lot of books came out, and uh, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of recording time to talk about them. In, uh, I'm also losing my voice. I just uh, yesterday I had almost a two hour conversation in another podcast, The uh, Cave of Solitude, uh, which is a great other podcast that I do recommend you listen to. It's a lot of fun, and uh, it's also Toronto based. Woohoo! Go Toronto. Uh, So I got to guest star on that yesterday, which meant a lot of talking, and so I'm a little hoarser today, and plus with my day job necessitating that I use my voice for uh, a fair bit. Uh, So let's just jump right in and talk about some of the stuff from May 16th. Uh, first, some of the books I will not be talking about include the following. Aquaman, Avengers, Batman, Sins of the Father, Batwoman, Captain America, Damage, Green Lanterns, Infinity Countdown, Daredevil, Justice League No Justice Number 2, New Challengers, Quicksilver No Surrender, Star Wars Pro Dameron, Superman Special, The Punisher, The Brave and the Bull, Batman and Wonder Woman No. 4, Weapon H, X-Men The Wedding Special, X-Men Red Number 4, and You Are Deadpool Number 3. Uh, so what did I actually have a chance to read then? Uh, well, first off, we have Only uh, Wolverine 35, which... I really enjoyed. The only bad part about it was that it was the last issue. Um, also, it was kind of interesting that they do kind of an, an old woman uh, Laura story. It's only three parts, but I guess not everything needs to be a huge, you know, six part epic. Um, and I like that it was a, it was a good story, and I really very much enjoyed it. The only downside is that we don't really get a a, a last issue proper, at least uh, maybe I can't remember how the last non flash forward issue went for all new Wolverine but um it's just a shame because I really enjoyed this series I really enjoyed the take on it that uh, Taylor brought and um I've said before it was the first time I ever really loved Laura, Laura Kinney she was just never a character I really cared that much about before and um This is kind of the weird part about legacy characters when they take over um, for the character that they have a legacy for. Um, So we saw this with Dick Grayson. When he becomes Batman, and actually works as Batman, and is Batman for a while, it's weird to make him Nightwing again. Uh, Just because, you know, they evolve. They grow up. I mean, Wally West was the, you know, Kid Flash, became the Flash with the loss of Barry. And then when Barry comes back, it's kind of a weird, like, okay, well, we're both the Flash now? Like, it just, it it feels a little odd, just because the whole idea of legacy, they finally kind of... um, Uh, they realize all the potential in them to take on the legacy of that character, and so it's weird to have them kind of go backwards, and I feel especially for a character like Laura, she's the only Wolverine, and her and Gabby are like this unit, and now to have the character going back to X-23, I'm curious how it'll feel, and if it'll feel natural or not, or if it'll feel unearned, or uh, like it kind of gives something away from the character, which would be unfortunate. I'm also sad that we're not going to have the same writer anymore, because... I think Tom Taylor's just done such an amazing job that I can't imagine anyone else writing the character, because able to uh, integrate a sense of pathos and drama as well as humor uh, is not easy, and he did an amazing job of it, and I'm just really bummed that that's going to happen. Uh, we got, uh, the art on this is by Ramon Rosanas, and uh, I thought he really nailed all the art and all the kind of a big emotional beats that needed to be here. Um... This was, this was an emotional and enjoyable story and I like the idea that Gabby's like, you're not allowed to die you're not allowed to leave me behind, like, you promised dying counts in this and you have to still have to live I, I like that, uh, it felt like it really paid off their relationship that's been, you know, the heart of this book uh, for, you know, since it basically, not quite when it started, but since that first arc, like Gabby is the heart of Laura in a lot of ways, and I like how that's being addressed here. And so I, I really dug this. I'm going to give this uh, an 8.5. Um, it was a great finale, and I'm sad that it's over. I'm sad that this is the last star we got, uh, just because I wanted to see some maybe current continuity, just because now I already forget what happened three months ago. But I really enjoyed this. Next up is Batman 47. Uh, this continues the, uh, the the Booster Gold storyline uh, over in Batman, uh, which is definitely different. Uh, it's the Gift finale, uh, written by Tom King, artwork by Tony S. Daniel. Like my only issue with it is that it feels very kind of... this weird three-part arc, which... I don't know if it really adds anything, but it asks a lot of questions that I don't know if it wants me to ask, and definitely, and I've seen this mentioned online, and I have to agree, uh, kind of the most fucked up version of Bruce Wayne, considering we've seen the Dark Multiverse, and yet, those we could always kind of understand where those characters took that that, that leap, whereas here, Bruce has serious problems. Uh, and he's very selfish and kind of, you know, mean-spirited in a way that we're not used to seeing. And even with boosters written here, it does not feel like the Booster Gold that I'm used to. Now, to be fair, I'm used to Jeff Johns and Dan Jurgens writing him. That's that's the version of Booster Gold I enjoy the most. And so having someone else write him is, is kind of a weird experience. And, you know, the art's great, but I'm not always sure what's exactly supposed to be happening. And even the, you know, when they go back in time and they end up trying to correct things... Um, and having that really messed up image of uh, a version of Bruce Wayne, you know, shooting himself in the head as Booster watches him, which is you're, you're mirroring something at the beginning of the series when you had um, Green Lantern killing himself in front of Booster, is really effed up. And even like the, it just it's so strange. And then at the end, you almost like you have this Booster who is dealing with post traumatic stress, and you know, she keeps trying to clean off his 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 uh, his visor, trying to get the blood off of it. I, mean, it, it, I just feel like it goes to so many different tones here, and so I'm a big fan of Tom King. I'm just not sure I enjoyed this story. Um, it had elements that I liked, um, you know, things that were really good, but it, I just I didn't need to exist. What, what was the point of the story? I'm not even sure. Uh, I, it's a weird interpretation of Booster Gold who doesn't really feel like it's accurate to any other version. Uh, I'm really torn on this. I'm going to give it a six and a half. I don't think it's a 7, I don't think it's quite up there, and I, I don't necessarily think it's bad, I just think certain things don't work, or it just feels very out of character, and if you're playing in this space, you're going to use characters, you should you know, try and get their voices right, and I wasn't sure if this really felt like any version of Booster we know, um, even though obviously he's gone through some issues, but even earlier in the series, I don't know if it quite fit. Uh, next up is Scarlet's Ben Reilly's Scarlet Spider 18, which... Bothers me for a few reasons, uh, but which have nothing to do with the actual issue itself. Um, it bothers me because I don't remember how the last issue ended, but it felt like we were still in the middle of Damnation, but maybe I'm completely wrong. And so there's that, and there's the fact that Damnation, I guess, is over, but there's really nothing that's in the uh, previously recap to talk about it at all. So if you did kind of wonder what happened, like, there's nothing being given to you. It's written by Peter David, artwork by Andre Lima Abreu... I don't know how to pronounce that correctly, so I apologize. Um, I'm not a big fan of the art, especially on Ben Ben's eye. I think it just looks weird and comical and not tragic or kind of, you know, cool at all. It just kind of looked this weird thing on his... I just, I'm not a big fan of how the character is being written uh, there. And I do have to admit, like, now that Parker Industries is the thing and everyone knows who Peter Parker is, the idea that his clone can just kind of walk around with a diseased eye is a little less believable than ever before. Um, he meets, you know, um, what's his, what's his name? Uh, Quentin Beck's daughter's here. Uh, she's trying to do something. You have Dusk showing up, which I guess is a you know kind of a fun thing for the Slingers crowd, who I typically am part of, but I'm not a huge fan of how they were used here. The artwork, again, when y- you start a series with artists like Mark Bagley and Will Slaney, uh, who are so stylized and have like, some great anatomy and really do everything with such vibrance, and then you have this, which fails to do that, and the colors are super drab and boring and you have characters that should be walking around in bright red and blue suits, and yet they look like they just kind of fade into the background. that is a problem, and um the coloring here I don't think worked. I think the scene of the the you know the big reveal of her um, of Beck vanishing this building i don't really think that works either um it, it just it's it, it fails to to kind of match. Like if you look at the covers, I'm not a huge fan of how kind of oddly stylized the covers are, but they're vibrant. Uh, that's by Kari Randolph and Amelia Lopez. Like it's it's very vibrant. It's good colors. Like it really arrests your attention. If this was the interior, I think the book would be better. They, it's not. Instead, they have this weird pairing. I don't think it fits. I don't think it fits the characters. I don't think it fits anything. It really it makes it such a drab and boring read. And. To begin with, I don't even know what Peter David's doing at the time. Like, I, he needs a different artist. He needs a different partner. He needs a you know a different collaboration happening, and he's not getting it. And it means that this book is suffering as a result. Uh, I'm going to give it a. I don't even know. I'm going to give it a six. You know, like I, the art really brings it down. The story's already a little kind of. I don't know. I don't know if it's the greatest story, but the art just kind of drags it down further uh, and gives it some more issues to deal with. Uh, next up is Cable. Uh, this is issue 157. This is a weird arc, but you know I love I'm I'm a sucker for nostalgia, so it's written by Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson. Our work by Herman Peralta. I do like the art a lot. It's uh, set in and around um, oh, Joe Casey and LeDron's work. Uh, so that part I really like. I like seeing X man in his classic costume, which is really cool. The whole idea of I guess the Technoorganic virus, kind of being on the hunt for them, is kind of a weird concept, but I'm cool with it. Um, I'm really enjoying this storyline because it feels very classic Cable. Um, You know, they're jumping along to different points in the timeline, different versions of the character, which are, for me as a as a long term fan of Cable, uh, especially during this period specifically, uh, I really dig that. Um, So I I think this part of kind of the legacy initiative is a good idea, and I'm really enjoying it uh, thus far. Um Yeah, no, it's been really good. I'm going to I'm gonna give that an eight and a half. I actually really dug this issue. I thought it was fun, fast-paced. Uh, again, it played nicely on nostalgia, which if you have no connection to the nostalgia, your mileage will vary in a big way. Uh, next up is Daredevil. This is issue 602. Besides the ending feeling very much like what we saw, what was it, Daredevil season two or something? Uh, besides that, I really like this. It's Charles Sewell and Mike Henderson. Um, the idea of Matt Murdock being uh, the mayor is really interesting and engaging, um, I love the idea that you know kind of brings in Foggy to help him um, Blindspot you know, and, and Matt are going to team up, and I love the sequence of them jumping along the rooftops it's just very iconic to, uh, as a Daredevil scene, and I love how um, is being used, I just in generally really enjoy Blindspot as a character um, excited to see where Sewell goes with this and how he further develops the storyline, uh, I'm a big fan uh, I give it an 8 out of 10 uh, next up we have and actually last up I should say is Hunt for Wolverine Claws of a Killer uh, this is written by Mariko Tamaki and artwork by Butch Geis and Cam Smith um, this was interesting, it was different Like, so you have kind of a mystery guy looks like Wolverine kills people and uh, you know, then you have uh, Daken, Lady Deathstrike and Sabretooth trying to figure out you know, if, if Logan's really missing we should figure something out, we should you know, get him, find him kill him um make sure he stays dead. Um and so it's kind of a weird, uh uneasy alliance to say the least. And they are uh, drawn to where this other person is, or this this person that, you know, apparently killed people that looked like Wolverine, and they come across what looks like zombies, and uh, you know, when they bite and then when they hurt Doc and his healing doesn't work and that kind of has kind of a crazy ending where he's like, What is this? and they're they're just swarming him. Um so far, it's got me invested. Like, I don't know how it's really going to connect to anything, or or you know if it means to. But so far, like, it's got the basic premise. Some people find out that Wolverine's body is on the loose. They try to figure out what are they going to do about it. Um, that to try and get a jump on all the other people who are looking for Wolverine's body. They happen to be three people who don't like them very much. And go. And uh, so far, I'm a fan. Uh, I dig this. So that I will give an eight out of ten. Uh, That is everything that I had a chance to read from the week of the 16th. Uh, Talking about um, the week of May 23rd, however, if we take a quick look... Uh, at the previews world list I'm just pulling up the new releases list here uh, so we look at some of the books that are coming out today as I record this on the 23rd um, some of the highlights include uh, Rugrats number 8, I did not even know that Boom had a Rugrats uh, comic, I'm woefully ignorant on that uh, on that part apparently um, I'm actually waiting for, I'm, I'm hoping I don't think it's coming out yet, I think it's another week until uh, the next Sonic comic comes out, because uh, I really enjoyed that um, and I've been buying that for my son, so I don't, I don't see it on the list. So I guess it's still hasn't come out yet. Uh, new issues of Batgirl, Flash, uh, Hellblazer, Looney Tunes, Sideways, uh, no, not, no, it's the second printing of Sideways, number one, I was wrong. A new issue of Silencer, Terrifics, Wonder Woman, uh, The Wildstorm, Trey Paperback, Volume 2, uh, over at IDW, uh, let's see, you got the Johnny Boo hardcover, volume 8, Kid, kid Lobotomy, Trey Paperback volume 1. You got Star Trek Discovery, Succession, number 2. You got uh, Star Trek TNG Through the Mirror, number 4. I forgot about this book. I, I was really excited about it, and I think I forgot to pick it up, so I'm going to have to pick up uh, the past few issues at Through the Mirror. Uh, that's from IDW. And then over at, uh, at Marvel, we have new issues of uh, Black Panther, Champions, uh, Falcon. Uh, let's see. Hunt for Wolverine. Mystery of Madripoor. Uh, Infinity Countdown. Darkhawk miniseries. Uh, he. It's interesting how Darkhawk just kind of gets used for these random um, cosmic miniseries these days. It's kind of interesting, uh, and that's why Iron Man 600. That's a big release coming out they got Old Man Hawkeye, number three, second printing. Old Man Hawkeye, number five. I didn't realize before that they made this a 12-issue series. Was it always a 12-issue series? Uh have got Old Man Logan, number 40. Shield by Hickman and Weaver, number five of six. So here it is. It's finally coming. I bought these singles way back in the day. I don't even know if I want to bother. If I just want to wait and get the trade. Because uh, I, I waited this long. I can probably wait for a trade now. Uh, new issues of Star Wars, Star Wars Annual, Star Wars Doctor Aphra, Star Wars Last Jedi adaptation, uh, Star Wars Legends Epic Collection Empire Volume Four. It's a lot of Star Wars for a big week for Star Wars, since we have the solo movie coming out on Friday. We got Ed Venom and X Men Poison X Trade Paperback, uh, Weapon X Number Eighteen, The Wolverine by Daniel Way Complete Collection Trade Paperback Volume Four, X Men Gold Twenty Eight, and uh, You Are Deadpool Number Four, among other books such as um, uh, Animosity Number Fourteen. And let's see, Factory number three, and there's a bunch of other books as well. Uh, that I'm probably not mentioning at this time. So thanks for uh, listening to this uh, podcast. You can reach me at comicshenadigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, for interview us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Our next episode uh, should be our conversation about uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, by myself and uh, t Mate. Uh, Then we'll have a reviews episode, and then we'll have another interview episode. Not sure who it's going to be yet. It might be Pete Woods. I can't remember exactly what's on the schedule, but I know that P Woods is one of the ones that's upcoming, as is uh, Brian Wood, um, Jim Kruger, Ralph Macchio, so some good stuff coming as the summer rolls on. Uh, thanks again for listening to this episode, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.